With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply. How much time till we're on? Come on, Ron. What? We're on the air right now. Oh. <clears throat> I'm ready. Good evening. I'm Ron Burgundy. Here's what's going on in your world tonight. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kia, meet your muse with the all-new Kia Sportage. Hello and welcome to a Wednesday night edition of Sports Day. Gary Belcher on my Howdy. left and to my right is the great Scott Sattler, Gents, welcome to Sports Day. Wednesday, very quiet day when it comes to sport. But what I am excited about tonight, Jace, listeners, badge, is the start of the AFL. Yes. Wednesday night, grand final rematch, Western Bulldogs and Melbourne Demons. Of course, Melbourne were the premiers. 80,000 at the MCG. Nice. Outstanding. Nice. Yeah. It'll be a very big game. i tell you what's going on at the moment, too, is the uh, the. Second test, second test, day five. Yes. Australia versus Pakistan. Uh, Pakistan are, are three for two hundred and fifty-four at lunch. We've oh, got we've wicket. got them. We've got them. We are. We have batted, batted too long in the second innings, and Pat Cummins has oh. ruined Australia's chances. Because mm. you'd know, you'd know. <laughs> What's my? You'd know what the best you'd know. decision is, don't wouldn't you? I'm currently because all the good journalists are overseas. I'm the number one cricket journalist, second um, number two because me and Crash were the only ones left in the country. Yep. Hey, you asked a really good question just before we came on air. Well, about, it wasn't a good question. You just got excited about it. I for like some it, reason, and I can't give you the answer. What was it? Would you rather face Pat Cummins or Mitch Stark? What about Mitch Johnson at his best? No. no. Oh, he was scary. The no. Poms hated facing him. Oh, I thought he was. Mm. Yeah, it would right have intimidated. It would have intimidated Mitch Johnson. It would have intimidated. I don't think me. he's intimidating. Michael Kasprovich bowled to me in the middle of <laughs> King George Square in Brisbane with a tennis ball, and I was packing it. It was whizzing past my ears. Oh, you didn't put at him half away? pace. No, I couldn't even get back near the ball. So I I don't think I'd go well with someone I'll throwing, throwing a school. rock at me. Michael Kasperitz. Yeah, he it was Ipswich grammar. He would have bowled you out. What? Mm, it was frightening. But uh, yeah, Pat Cummins. For me, Mitchell Stark would be frightening. That big left arm coming yeah. around the wicket would be frightening, I think. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Hello mm. to our listeners, by the way. Um, yeah, yeah. Listening through Super Radio Network, uh, 2HD, 2SM, a whole stack of stations uh, all around uh, New South Wales and Queensland. Uh, of course, uh, a station through SCN and Southern Cross Austereo. You can get involved in the show anytime, 0457 736 736. That's our, that's our text number. And the best text tonight will win for themselves uh, a Spinal Ease pillow. Visit spinalezee.com.au. And is it true, Sats, that these p- uh, pillows make you a better lover? This is what you've been claiming in the Sports Day office today. I can confirm. 
conditions. I think we're asking the wrong person out of the Sattler family. I can confirm. No, I think we should be talking to Frank. You know, oh, Fred the Fassifern fanatic has said, get a bad stats in the other guy. I'll try one last time for the spinal ease pillow. I hope I'm wrong, but if Olivia's trying to revenge against Dominica on maths tonight, she will lose Jackson. Who's that? That's Fred the Fassifern <laughs> fanatic slash. Oh, that's not him. That's someone else. Slash that's, Heather slash. You know it's Glenn. Hey, Glenn. um. We don't even know whether Glenn is his real name. We actually we talked last night. We had the mullet team. Yeah, I'm gonna. Um, we're, we're talking to Ricky Stewart soon, and we, he did get a mention in that. Did, will I? Will I tell him he made the mullet? I think absolutely. Team. Okay. Yeah. You can get away with it. Babe. I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes. Well, they won last week, so probably if they'd lost, I don't know. But already we've had someone nominating their bald-headed footy team. Well, you did state last. We night. said we were going to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, that we were going to do the bald-headed team, and then our run sheet comes through. No mention of it. Yeah, well, you have to talk Sporty, to Sporty Gav. the Rook. He's got Ellery Hanley, Mark Hone. Now they have Big to be Honey. they have to be bald while still playing. playing. Yeah, um, Brian Bevan, immortal winger, bald. absolutely. Yeah, um, all right. He hasn't got that. No, he's got Shannon Hegarty, Ben Kennedy, and it's Ian Freeman, player. former yeah. West prop of the eighties. Yeah, good on you. All Sporty right. So, so tonight on the show, we want to put together the one to thirteen of bald headed players. Oh, I don't know whether we haven't done to, any research on this because Joel and I'm not good with that. Joel and Fletch might get angry at us that we're doing a themed team. No, no, they won't. They'll just do it tomorrow night. Okay, that's they, what they always do. No, we're doing us. it. Bugger, the run sheet is out the window. We'll save that other one for another day because mm. we'll just change that. What we were going to do is has your top eight changed after round one? We'll just change that next week to round two. So that's easy. We'll do that. Bingo. Bob, what winger? Wendell Saylor. Oh, there you go. See, this is yeah, easy. You don't need any research. There's a lot of. When was was what played? about what about Timmy yeah. Brasher? No, he had a really back. close, like a one-two shave oh. cut. Oh, it's close enough. Oh, yeah, okay. I mean, if you don't, if you can't run your finger through their hair, is that that's, bald? I reckon really? he might have given it the full shave. I think he did, Badge. Lockie. Darren Lockie did. Now you're going to say he wasn't either. Wasn't well, it's t- funny. Lockie's grown all his hair back post retirement. Yeah, is that yeah, his yeah. Hair? I don't know. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. He'd have to be the five eighth or the fullback. Was wasn't Tim Brasher bald? Yes, he could be. Well, our, there's your fullback and, and Lockie's put Lockie at five, five eight. eight. Yeah. Mm. Uh, like what about Alfie? Was he bald at some stage in the number seven? He was, wasn't he? Yeah, he when was he at the end of his career. When he came back from England, he was, he, bald. Mm. was he bald. There's your seven. Yeah, he was. So yeah. we've got to, we've mm. almost, but it's got to be a majority of your career. Like you can't just all of a sudden. No, oh, yeah. oh, no, no it's the majority no. of your career. Yeah, There's yeah. a lot of players. What, like from up to under 18s included, or what? Mm. Jesus. Brian Popper Clay. Popper Clay, yeah. One of the great players. Yes. Always talked. To, always talked to my dad about those great players, and he always talks. There's one guy that never gets mentioned. Never gets mentioned about one of the greats. As a 5'8", and he said Brian Prop- Popper Clay was one of the great 5'8s yeah, of all time. I've heard that. Mm. Good, Andrew good nomination Simons. there. Andrew Simons. Bald. Great, yeah. Yeah, but can we look at cricket? No, he I played mean, at he, footy? He played in a Legends Origin no, that game. Doesn't, no, that doesn't count. 0457 <laughs> Ken from Mermaid says Tim Brasher. Yeah, we just yeah, said Tim Brasher. Well done, Ken, for sending us yeah. through a text. Best text tonight wins a Spinalese pillow. Uh, guaranteed to make you a better lover. So, are you putting that team together? One yeah, I am. On your... um, a coach. Carl from Huddersfield said Brian Bevan, 670 appearances, 70, 757 tries. You're too late, Carl. We've already nominated him. Hey, well, hey, he's hey, just hey. backed me up. Good on you, Carl, because hey. I didn't get any real warmth from my co-hosts. 
So thanks, mate. I um, yeah, he's in. There's no evidence that he was bald, but we hear that he was. There bald. is. Yeah. There's photos. Mm. Have we got a number nine? So we've we've got a seven no. six one. We need it's, just to finish that spine off. It's, it's a two hour show. It's a diamond. You don't need to do <laughs> hey. it. I want to go. Well, I want to go home. Early. Oh, you want to get out? Of I want to get out of here really early. Radio. Uh, let's do this. Sports day. Sports update. Uh, eat good with rolled. It's fast, fresh Vietnamese. Um, the NRL is reportedly ready to find the Bulldogs over an incident may have exposed how NRL coaches have been faking injuries. Now this is to get a free sub, wasn't it? Not isn't. Not a. Not isn't. A well, I, I reckon it was actually initially, and I watched this. Yeah. It's always about food. I know. I watched this happen when uh, the, the uh, Bulldogs were under the pump and Jeremy Marshall King uh, was getting treated by the trainer and I said, he's got a crook shoulder. This this is wrong. I thought initially <laughs> it was about just wasting time because they were under the pump. They needed to drop the ball out. The ref came over. He stood next to him and went, yeah, mate, yeah, he's, he's doing a HIA. It gave him three minutes or so to really collect themselves and then – because he was, and he's still rubbing his shoulder as he walked off. They, they got him. They got a free replacement. Mm. So yes, I'm. Uh, I'm glad that this is uh, being investigated. I think it was a bit dodgy. Do you know? Yeah, you know, Wayne Bennett was very vocal about this uh, yesterday. Um, it, it's gone 180 in, in relation to. It's gone 180 in relation to um, using uh, any sort of head trauma to your advantage or using it against it because. When the first mandates and the protocols came in around uh, about being replaced uh, with a head knock, yep, we saw some tr- we saw clubs some clubs that were going on to players that there was very obvious that they had some sort of head knock and showed some signs of being unconscious, whatever it may be, concussed, concussed, and they'd say, yeah, "Grab your shoulder," whatever it may be. So yeah. you'd see the player grabbing the shoulder, rolling the arm, they're slowly getting them getting uh, getting all their senses back, and then. They play on, but now it's the opposite. It's it's obvious that you've you've got an injury to your shoulder, whatever it may be, your rib. But we need you to come off well, with, it, with a head injury. Are, well, you know, and I, I heard on NRL three hundred and sixty last night. I think it was Kenty saying that you, some clubs are extending their eight interchanges to thirteen or fourteen mm. by having these players. Uh, and miraculously, often it's a front row forward who needs to be interchanged regularly. Um, Going off for a HIA, so yeah. it's yeah. We just got to keep keep an eye on it. It's a good advantage to have for some. Um, after some heavy lobbying by us here uh, at Sports Day and uh, through various channels, a bit of old fashioned common sense badge. The SFS will be doing what? Well, apparently, it hasn't been announced officially. Arthur Beetson's name will be on a grandstand. That's nice. I, I stand and applaud for that. That's outstanding. Um, now it's not the uh, the. Uh, Powers that be the old fogies that made that decision to call it, uh, call the stands um, what they were the garrison and the coot stand. It's apparently the government, the New South Wales government, is tipping in a small fortune, is going to overturn the original decision and it will be the Beetson Coot stand. Yeah, nice. We work. believe. Nice Unofficially work. at the moment. Well, Ron Coot, of course, won uh, four premierships with South Sydney. On the SCG. Yes. Then, of course, went to the Roosters and won two premierships, 74-75. Was originally going to be the skipper of the Jack Gibson coach Roosters in 74-75. I was 73 when he went there. But Jack Gibson, um, and it's, it's a long story about why Arthur Beetson ended up becoming the skipper of the Roosters. Yep. When many thought he would never be a leader. 
And uh, it's also great that Ron Cooter's acknowledged alongside Beatso because we know that he's been nominated on three occasions for immortality and and has missed out. So yep. can't be judged again. So this is, yeah, great recognition. I think so. Rightio, boys. Well said. Uh, this is Sports Day, and that was our sports update. Eat good and feel good with Rolled. It's fast, fresh of Vietnamese. Order on the app today. Got to go to a break because Ricky Stewart, your old teammate, is Can standing we by. Quickly throw some nerd nuts w- in. Well, you've got to explain this to Ricky. Go for it. Marco Mealy, Lottie Takiri started started out bald. Who else? We got Blake Ferguson on a wing. Um, yeah, Marco Mealy, Blake from uh, Gloucester, Popper Clay, Skull Fitzgibbon was from Caring Bar, David Clemmer. Oh, these are great. How did you forget Josh Hodgson, mate? Josh Hodgson. That could be a number nine. Yeah. Tooves could be another number nine for us as well. We've got to vote there there for Tooves or or Coach. Ah, fact. Right here. This is Sports Day for the all-new Kia Sportage Drive Car of the Year. When we come back, Raiders coach Ricky Stewart joins us on Sports Day. Got something to say? Text us anytime. 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. He goes to Hines, long ball away to Militalo, gets it away to Ikevalu. You can't stop Ikevalu. The anchor plants the ball down. Cronulla Sharks will have a kick to win the game. Do you think he's got it? Ben Cummins, he's the man that's going to give his final decision. He's saying no try. I have no try. All right, yeah. Uh, joining us now on Sports Day, the coach of the Canberra Raiders, Ricky Stewart. Thanks for joining us, Rick. What was going through your head while you're waiting for that decision? <laughs> I don't know, but whoever was calling that game sounded like he thought he knew what was going on. <laughs> <laughs> that was me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, mate, it's, um, uh, it's I, they're tough, aren't they? And, and such a fine line between <laughs> winning and losing and having a, a pretty filthy dressing room full of players and, and a coach as opposed to, um, yeah, a yep. nice happy one after that yeah, match. Yeah, it's a, it's a uh, you know, it's been, we got away to a good start and, um, you know, they we then, uh, probably a little bit like our first half, we got a lot of ball, they they um, turned a bit over, we did the same thing in the second half, got back to even, uh, eight and even and it was uh, game on. Uh, but, you know, it was... You can look at all the positives and say that we're resilient, but um, you know it was a nice way to start the season and good base to uh, work from. Got a long way to go, Stick. Have you, have you got plenty to work on, or are you just a few little tweaks for the uh, for the Raiders in in the coming weeks? Oh, we've we've got a lot, Badge. We're changing a bit of the way we attack, um, but we we just can't get any stability at the moment in combinations. I mean, we worked all off season with Jamal and uh, Jack with. Hodjo, Hodjo and Tommy Starling now. Hodjo's out, Jamal's out. We've had young Brad Snyder come in and now we've lost him. So, you know, we've just got to be patient. We've got to um, take everything we possibly can at the moment whilst we've got some combinations that we've been working on, uh, not in the team, through injury and, and COVID. He was he was good, young Brad Snyder, wasn't he? And good to see you You're going down the Queenslander track again, mate. And you had another one this week, haven't you, making his... Um... His debut off the uh, off the bench. That's right, Trevelyan. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Adrian Adrian Trevelyan. Um, Adrian Trevelyan from Townsville uh, as well, as well as young Brad Snyder. Mm. Uh, so you know we're we've um, yeah we are going down that Queensland track. And, um, it's been successful for successful before, Badgers. You know, so it'd be nice to see some uh, more Queenslanders in our team. 
Now, Rick, on, I called the game on Friday, and uh, the former Jack White was impressive. Just looking at his, just his, his whole body image, his skin, he looks hungry, he looks lean, running the ball early in the game, 200th game. Now, you get quite emotional and personal when you talk about Jack and his journey. Why is that? <laughs> oh, I didn't know I did. I was told I did on Fox. <laughs> um, it was, I mean, I'm close to all my players. Um, and um, that's probably a part of my character. I mean, it's the same when we talk about my, I talk about my family. But look, it's it's a um, I've said it for the last three months, four months. People say, you know, where was Jack last year, and you know, what happened to Jack's form? Well, you know, you guys you've played, and when you Gary, you you know what it's like to have a combination with your halves, and when Jack had. Two, three different halves last year. He had five different fullbacks. It's very hard to it's very hard to keep any type of cohesion and continuity when you keep changing combinations up. And you know when you're going down the order in regards to fullbacks, we're going down the order in regards to a certain position. Mm. You go down in you go down in the quality or the ability of the player too. So you know when you want to stand when you stick to a standard of your representative level or NRL level. Um, it's very hard when you've got so many different combinations uh, week to week. And you know, that really hurt Jack last year. It hurt the whole team. Mm, now, spoke about Brad Schneider, the debutant last week. Kicked really well, I thought. But young James Schiller, he's got a, a moment to remember right on that full time. We heard the call with Mac Ikevalu. It was a tremendous effort by the debutant, wasn't it, to roll him over? Yeah, you asked him a moment ago, what do you think? Well, when you're in that situation, I look at the body language of the players and hope they're not lying when they're enjoying the fact that they thought they held him up. Um, you know, the, the body language wasn't lying then. They were very, very confident that um, James had James had held him up over the uh, the goal line and his foot went out. So, you know, it's, it, their moments probably why you, you know, they're, 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 they're the great moments of coaching and playing um, when, you, when you are living that moment and, and you get a, a positive... And that, and that was a positive. Rick, you mentioned before some injuries with the club. There's been a bit of off-field stuff going on with a a partner's um, a, a player's partner. And Are there any times, you know, what, your 19th or 20th season now, is there any time where you go, Jesus, this is just, this is just too hard. Give me a real, a normal, just a normal day job, desk job. Yeah, yeah, there is. <laughs> and? <laughs> Why yeah, is that? Well, no, it is. It's in the shit. It's just, it's just, it's just bullshit behaviour, Batch. Mm. Yeah. And, and look, uh, Joe Tapane, there was some stuff there last year, Ryan Sutton's partner. How do, you, how, do you, how do you address that? How do you bring that, you know, back around and get the club all back, you know, just, just playing happy footy? Well, it's not, it's not the club, mate. It's, it's, it's individuals. And, you know, I dealt, I dealt with that last year with Joe and uh, uh, Kristen, who, who I'm good friends with. You know, I was at their wedding, and both Carly and I were at their wedding. And look, it's a, sometimes it's a misunderstanding. It's a, uh, I, I get the partners want to, wanting to um, uh, support their, their their husbands or their their partners. I, I get that, mm. it's, but there's ways to do it, and it's uh, there's not one player or partner that doesn't uh, know me or understands that they can knock on my door any day of the week. And, uh, you know, I discussed that last year with Joe and 
his partner, and, and, and that's all sweet. And I, I sat down with Ryan this week, and Ryan's a Ryan's a really decent person. And um, I mean, he had, he had to live through he had to live through it too. But it's, it's not normal behaviour, and it shouldn't be um, shouldn't have to be put up with. Fair enough. Hey, uh, Rick, um, really happy with Matt Tomoko last week. Really strong, isn't he, in his in his contact. Um, also, Sammy Valame playing in the centres as well. But you're starting to get a bit of depth there with Seb. Chris comes back from COVID protocols, so it's good to have some, some depth in those strike positions. Yeah, it is. And, you know, we lost, we lost Jordan through suspension, yep. which, he should, you know, which was really hurt us. Um, we've lost Harley Smith-Shields for the season, and, he was probably going to be our number one centre or winger pick. So we have got depth, but it's sort of getting deleted a little bit in regards to um, injury, uh, suspension. Uh, Jared, Jared's got a... Um, he's gone in today for a, a guided injection into his back. He's got a, a bulging disc that's uh, um, annoying him at the moment. It's, a, it's an injury that's just happened um, over the last month, and it's the second time it's occurred. So we've... Um, put him in for a guided injection to jump onto it as quick as we possibly can because, you know, he wants to get back on the field. Mm. So, you know, you think you're going really well with um, certain positions of depth as as we were in the halves. You know, I was really happy with having Brad Snyder as our third-string halfback and then all of a sudden now we're down to picking up other other players who I've had, such as Matty Froy. I've had him uh, working as a utility all year as a all, all off-season, I should say, as a nine or a seven, seven-six, and now, um, now, now it's up to Matty. It's Matty's turn to uh, pull the pull the jumper on and and uh, do it for his, his mates. Another outside back, uh, young Xavier Savage. Rick, ninety nineteen years of age, was was good in one of the trials, and and uh, everyone was talking about him. But in relation to what role he'll play, is it just going to be a softly, softly approach for now? Yeah, it is. And you know, I've got to protect Xavier. There's a lot of expectation on Xavier, um, but um, you know, I think it's probably one of the hardest. Hardest positions on the field, fullback, and your game awareness and experience is so important at an NRL level. And he's one year out of school. Um, he's been the fast kid right throughout his career, and it's different when you're getting into playing a, at an NRL level. You know, you're you're not getting it all your own way. It's not just all about speed. It's about game awareness. It's about you understanding instinctively where to be on kick reception, where to be on. You know, tackle, tackle one, two, right to five in in yardage and in good ball. You know, it's such a, it is such a game of understanding, uh, what the opposition, where the opposition is going to kick. You know, it, it it is a real difficult position to play, and we're just doing everything we can to slowly bring him on. So when he does come in to play either centre or, uh, sorry, winger or uh, fullback, um, he's there to stay. I, I don't want to. And I've, I've told this to Xavier too. I don't want to be bringing him in and chopping and changing. Mm. So Xavier's very comfortable with that. He, he didn't play well on the weekend in second grade. Or Bert, you read a report that he, he he killed it. He didn't. And Xavier and I have sat down and had a good chat about the game over the weekend. And he's he was the first one to bring up all the cuts that he needed to bring up to show Mitch for his for his development and learning. And he's a great young bloke. And he's going to be a very, very good NRL player. He's going to be very exciting. But he's got... Uh, very much in his um, early stages of development and learning. Mm. Well, you've been around a long time, Rick, and playing and coaching. And one of the masters that we played under was Timmy Sheens. I think it was Tim that said you need to play, what, 50 games before you can really call yourself a first grader? Uh, yeah, he's always, he's always, yeah, 
you almost said 100 games back 100. to call yourself an experienced uh, first grader. Well, he said 50 to me, today, but he probably, he, you probably needed 100. <laughs> you didn't play that you didn't, you played that many second grade games, you didn't have enough time to get the 100. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know who the second grade coach was, I never met him. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> hey, um, uh, big week. You're talking about games. Carlin was always the one right up to the coach, but you're not getting Yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> I, I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. Thank God there was no uh, social media back then. Hey, um, <laughs> big week for Craig Bellamy with his 500th game. And I know you're, you're good mates and, and uh, he's a champion yeah. bloke. Do you know you've reached a major milestone too, Ricky? This last night, you, our <laughs> listeners voted you half back in our mullet team of the century. <laughs> So, <laughs> Tara Nickow's the skipper. Yeah, well, it was out of you and uh, Sturlo. It was a creepy little mullet, oh, sticky <laughs> mullet. It was a creepy yeah. little mullet. It sort of it was there, but you didn't really know no, it was where thick. it was. It was the thickest. Oh, oh I could have. Yeah. Yeah, uh, fam- uh, when he uh, cut uh, it off, a whole family of mice died. <laughs> <laughs> it was that much hair. <laughs> Uh, lovely talking to you, Major. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, hey, Rick, uh, passing of Peter Skull, Mulholland, whoever came in contact with Skull, he had a profound effect on them. He was a very good friend to so many people. And, of course, uh, one, you're re- head of recruitment at, at Canberra. He's done a great job for the Raiders and you know, sadly passed away and lost his battle with cancer over the preseason. Uh, hit the club hard? Yeah, very hard. That's, um, mate... All these young guys that I'm debuting at the moment are all on the in the legacy of Pete Mulholland, and I um, I uh, have you know the, I had the utmost respect with Pete in regards to his identification of the talent of the, the younger players that he brought into the club, and um, it was it was such a um, like for example, you know my day starts with a phone call from Pete around six to about six in the morning, and then. And then that night, about nine o'clock, with another phone call, we talked two or three times a day. And if it, if it wasn't about a young kid, it'd be it'd be about footy or the game itself. And um, you miss those you miss those calls, mm. and you get used. To them. You know, it was a little bit the same when John Fordham passed. You know, I was always mm. in touch with Fordham, and, and you and you miss those uh, you miss those special little uh, moments. And you know, Skull was uh, he was a person who. Um, really passionately loved the game and he was involved in all forms from coaching to recruitment and to playing and um, assistance. You know, he, he's right through the pathways. Um, he was um, and, and a great character. And mm. he could tell you a lie and you knew he was lying. And he knew you knew he was lying <laughs> and he'd still get away with it. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be hard to replace. No yeah. doubt at all. Neither, neither you get a great talent scout. You don't replace blokes like that real in a hurry, do you, Rick? Yeah, well, we're, Kel Egan's going to start in... Uh, he's, he's just had three days with us, actually, Kel Egan. He's going to be our new head of recruitment. But um, we're creating a completely different structure and role for Kel. And, and we'll have other scouts out there doing some work for us, but no one will replace Pete. And, and it's a little bit like um, having a halfback come in and trying to replace Jonathan Thurston or Cooper Cronk. You, you, you can't replace those players. You, you can't put that pressure on somebody else to take the reins of that player, and it's a little bit like Skull. So mm. we've changed up our dynamic and strategy of recruitment now and, and um, uh, because if you tried to copy Pete, it won't work. Mm. True. 
Very oh, yeah. true. Well said, right. Rick. Well said. Good luck Saturday night against the Cowboys in Townsville. Yes. Stay out of the mad cow. Yeah. Would you? That's, yeah. uh, that brings a good man <laughs> undone, that joint. So, uh, Ricky Stewart, <laughs> thanks for your time not on Sports worth, Day. Not worth, not worth going, then. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Rick. <True. laughs> thanks, boys. Good on you. Thanks, mate. How good was Rick on Sports Day? Thanks to Kia, uh, the all-new Kia Sportage uh, Drive Car of the Year. It was a pretty special mullet. Like, oh, he it was did. unique. He wasn't, he wasn't happy with that. It was a real oh, – how could you put it? it? It was a real mullet where you'd expect him on a Friday night to be hanging out down the local shop and he's, and he's holding Monaro and or he's something just like wearing that. a tracksuit. Yeah. Robbing a service station. <laughs> Is that – I didn't think that. Too Did far, you go no. too far? No, no. <laughs> oh, who's the one who said, oh, I had a family of mice living in the badge? I'll tell you what I do. Like, I love it when when we get to speak to some of the players or ex, the coaches who are ex-players, especially the ones that Badgers played with, like Mal and, and, and Ricky and Laurie and those sort of guys, and where they drop their guard a little bit. They mm. feel a little bit more you know, a little bit more natural. It's Yeah, it's enjoyable. Oh, the best interview, boys, and we might replay it one day, Tim Sheens. When he spoke to both of you, mm, he yeah. completely Jeezy dropped his guard, yeah. didn't he? Good right, man. we better get, look. We're loving ourselves here on Sports Day. Better get, get Sheensy back on. Yeah, we should actually. Yeah. Should we wait till they get into trouble? We'll wait till the Tigers have a win. Oh, okay. So we'll put that one down for twenty twenty four. Okay, all right. That's wrong. Someone's going to be controversial. I didn't say win the comp. <laughs> okay, this is Sports Day. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kia, meet your muse with the all-new Kia Sportage. Welcome back to Sports Day. Uh, Badge and Sats here tonight putting together our team of baldies. And I, I can see... I can see these bald-headed rugby league players playing the, the mullets from last night. Mm. There'll be fur balls all over the place. Yeah. Uh, keep your uh, votes coming through, 0457 736 736. Our best text tonight gets a Spinalese pillow. Before we get to them, uh, an interesting text about Ricky Stewart's mullet. Yeah, it hasn't been moved to the uh, text side. Just read it out, Badge. No, you said last night. Please read it out. We're wasting crucial time Boys, my daughter would have called Ricky Stewart's hair a crullet. That's a curly mullet. She used to photograph, label, and catalogue them when she was at uni. That's from Yamba mm. Siegel. I what? like that. The so sticky. I like that. He yeah. was kind of impressed, wasn't he, that he made the team when we just chatted to him? We would have that's been what disappointed you say. if he yeah. didn't. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. All right. Who are we putting in our bald-headed team, boys? We're putting together a, a run on 13, some reserves, a coach. We're not naming the bouncer, it yet. The bouncer has got to be Gordy Tallis because he, he didn't have a bald head. Okay. Security, yeah. Security. He sort of went okay. late, Security. I've got half-time entertainment stitched up. Uh, Angry Anderson. Yeah. Oh, like it. Nice. And Kojak. Was that Angry Anderson on SAS? No. Yeah, it looks lots like okay. the same size. Oh, no, Barry Hall. Holy Fennick. Yeah. Oh, Barry Hall. <laughs> yeah, he's not no, playing. AFL. It's, All right, no. Mm. Uh, we have got a lot of votes for um, Mad Dog McDougal. Yes. Mm. Uh, Jason Hetherington from the Bulldogs. Yeah, he's he's had a few goes. He's a great player. Absolutely. Um, well, Dalton. Dalton, they call him, didn't they? His, first, yeah. his nickname when he went to the Champion Gold Coast Bay. Seagulls is a 5'8". From Baralabar in central Queensland was Butch. Was it? Yeah, Butch. Uh, Blake Ferguson's got a few as well. We've actually got Craigo from uh, Benora Point. He wants us to put a team together of crooked noses and Cooper Cronk is the captain. <laughs> yeah. That's... We might discuss that around the um, Mark, uh, producer's table. Mark Harris is in that straight away. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Um, ben Kennedy's getting a lot of votes. Uh, Cooper Nook Knight listening to us via the SEN app. Thanks, Cooper Nook. Uh, Jeff Toovey's getting some votes. 
And whether he's a halfback on, or hooker, ridiculous. Oh, you can play anywhere. He'd yeah. probably be an outstanding bench player if we've got those positions. Coach. Coach, Coach yes. That's from yes. Man- Mange from Ipswich. Uh, now, we have got a vote here, and I, I can't believe we, we haven't brought him up yet at the moment. But um, Wally Lewis. Was he bald while he played, he though? Bald. When he played. Yeah. No, he was balding. We're he talking was... about nude nuts. No. If you're hanging on a bit, what? you just can't make our team. Okay, Bob O'Reilly. Oh, he was yeah. hanging on there very, very Different late. era. <laughs> but he had, a, he had a party on the sides. Yeah, he had a little bit on the side. But, but that's not bald. Down the, well, Brian Popper Clay was exactly the same. And we, we don't want to put him in the team now. Actually, on Brian Popper Clay, got a really good text message here from one of our listeners. Um, around Brian, Brian Popper Clay, in the late 70s, this is from, um, what's this, this says Saints. In the late 70s, I worked as a storeman at the Western Suburbs factory when a bloke called in to pick up some parts. I got to, got him to sign the goods form. As he was leaving, I looked down at my clipboard. I noticed his signature. Right build, same age. I said, hey, mate. He turned around. I said, you pop a clay. He grinned at being recognised and agreed to sign a sheet for a blank paper, uh, paper for me. I've lost the signature since, but it just said to me, best wishes, Brian Clay. Nice. Yeah, nice. What a legend. Champion. Yeah. Right, yeah, one more before we go to the break, boys. Got any more? Uh, you, you're, uh, in, you'll put it this bloke in the front row, Corey Parker. Sats, Corey Parker. He was team, bald yeah. early, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Late in his career. I think he, he chose hair. to go bald. Do you reckon he chose to? He was, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, keep your uh, suggestions coming through 0457 736 736. Best text gets that spinal loose pillow. Break time on Sports Day. Thanks to Kia, the all new Kia Sportage Drive Car of the Year. Well done, Kia. When we come back, oh, Tomorrow, the Golf Challenge New South Wales Open kicks off at Concord Golf Club. What a beautiful course. We're going to catch up with one of the blokes in there. He's from Newcastle. Blake Windred joins us next on Sports Day. Got something to say? Text us anytime. 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kia, meet your muse with the all-new Kia Sportage. Welcome back to Sports Day. Badge and Sats here for your uh, Wednesday night. Of course, the Golf Challenge New South Wales Open uh, kicks off tomorrow until Sunday at the Concord Golf Club. Uh, the man we're talking to tonight is Blake Windred. He's been overseas playing in, in South Africa. He, he won the Vic Open in 2021 and... Before you boys get uh, stuck into him for yeah. being a Roosters supporter, that's disgraceful. No, he's from mm. Newcastle. He, he no, no this he is, wouldn't this... be a Roosters supporter if he's from Newcastle. Well, you, well, you wouldn't think so, but you can't no. trust these Roosters supporters. You yeah. know, seriously. Um, uh, Blake, welcome to Sports Day. <laughs> hey, boys, thanks for having me. Uh, I want to. I've been looking at photos of you online and that uh, the mullet. Uh, are you still? <laughs> are you still sporting one? I'm actually. That's a great question. I'm not sure myself anymore. I, I got uh, I got mum to hack into it the other day, so we took a couple of inches off. But you know what? We'll we'll let it grow out a little bit over the next couple of months, and and uh, then have another review. Was it before Cam Smith started making waves overseas? You you had the mullet, or was he the the motivator? <laughs> no. Nah, I... Honestly, I, it's not much of a mullet anymore, but I tell you what, isn't isn't uh, Cam Smith doing great things oh. for Australian golf? I, 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 you know, I obviously try and 
work as as hard as I possibly can to uh, follow in in his footsteps. It's just so inspiring to see you know the that final round that he obviously produced. It's it's so good. What's the difference, Blake, between what he's doing now and what and you've won great some great tournaments yourself. What what's the difference between being on a tour of that nature and you starting the New South Wales Open at Concord Golf Club tomorrow, what's the difference in, in the landscape of golf? Yeah, I guess I would say the, uh, honestly, the, the difference isn't too much. It's probably not as big as everyone would think, but the difference is that he, he's been in uh, my position before, you know, however many years ago, and he's, uh, he's done his apprenticeship and he's made it to the PGA Tour and he's won on the PGA Tour and now he's, you know, a, a top five player in the world. So, uh, yeah, obviously that is definitely the pathway and, and he really is showing us that, uh, yeah, you know, the Aussies, you know, we, we can go this pathway and, and get to exactly where he is. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's awesome. You've just been overseas, haven't you? Have you just been, did you just do those tour events in, um, in yeah. South Africa, Kenya? Yeah, South Africa and Kenya. So uh, wow. I've got to see a little bit of the world. Yeah, it's, it's been great. Oh, fantastic, I'm mate. I'm trying to imagine, just quickly, sorry, but I'm trying to yeah. imagine what a golf course in Kenya would look like. Lions. <laughs> i tell you what. i tell you what. The, the old boots have got a little bit of red dirt on them. That's, <laughs> that's, uh, that's, that'll give you a good idea of what it's like. But i tell you what, it, it, was, um, it was interesting because – you know, we played at 6,000 feet altitude, which also, um, you know, the, the ball pretty much travels uh, 10% further, which is an incredible amount when you're talking, you know, you, you go to the gym um, many times a week, you know, just to possibly in a couple of months gain a, a meter on your driver, you know, distance. It's uh, 10% is it's incredible, right? Geez, you'd love to have that this week, I suppose, wouldn't you? <laughs> How's your game, yeah. mate? What, what shape are you in for the uh, for the uh, New South Wales or the Golf Challenge New South Wales Open? Yeah, the game's uh, the game's been pretty decent, to be honest. I'm very lucky. I'm fortunate to have my coach out out here this week, Gary Barter, and uh, you know, I feel like I've already learnt so much just having him out here preparing for a, you know a championship like this. Um, yeah, he's really. He's got me firing and, uh, you know, in saying that, I've still got to get out there uh, in the next couple of days and, and hold the putts I, I need to and work work my way up that leaderboard. I'll, I'll raise the elephant in the room uh, as a South Sydney supporter. I'm happy to bring this up. Okay, yeah. We've got a lot of Newcastle listeners, Blake. How the hell does a boy who's been raised in Newcastle... In Charlestown. ...follow the Roosters? <laughs> it's so funny, like... Growing up, my so ever since I could remember, my dad's just told me I'm a, I'm a rooster. I'm a rooster. <laughs> like I've got it all. I've got a. I've got. I had all uh, jerseys and and football cards like everywhere in my bedroom of just roosters, roosters. And I uh, I tell you what, I'm I'm so passionate about my footy. Rugby league's nearly you know uh, you know the number one sport in in probably my household to be honest. So. Um, and, mate, isn't it good to have it back? Mm, we won't talk great. about last sure. week's uh, loss to yeah, the Knights. To the um, Knights, yeah. It's <laughs> a bit of, uh, bit of a, a nice ease into the season, nice little trial. 
<laughs> if you if you could play footy with one rooster, former or current, who would it be? I'm sorry, golf. I mean, with one rooster, play golf. Um, honestly, um, that is that is such a good question. I I don't know. I've I've actually been in touch with Teddy before. Um, oh, I'm sure I'll get a game him one day, but. I, I honestly think, um, you know, he, he loves his golf and, uh, yeah, obviously love my footy. So it would be great to get out there and just, you know, hear, hear a couple of stories of, about what it's like, you know, running out, even State of Origin. Those, oh, it's incredible. They're, they're just, uh, yeah, it's, it's what what you dream of as a kid, you know. and That's exactly what I was dreaming of as a kid also, not yeah. just golf, you know. Now, Blake, um there are rumours that Kalen Ponga, of course, is based in Newcastle, plays off two or one. It might even be scratch. Have you have you seen him out on the, your local at Charlestown Golf Club, or have you seen him play at all? Have you played with him? No, I actually haven't played with uh, Ponga yet. Uh, I'm sure we'll have a game. We've got a couple of mutual friends, but um, yeah, it'd be good to take him on. Uh, oh, I've tail him up. I'd love you to tail so. him up because he's one of those blokes that's good at everything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's probably sucks. never lost anything in his life. <laughs> so, that's unreal, yeah. Just don't agree. go easy on him. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. He plays for the Knights, I won't. <laughs> oh, there you go. Cocky Rooster supporter. They're yeah. everyone. <laughs> Mate, good luck. Even though you're a Rooster supporter, good luck uh, tomorrow. Yeah, Are you ner- Do you get nervous before big events like this? No, I honestly, I'm more so, I, I need to really, my my thing is really just trying to stay present because I get so excited and, <laughs> and uh, pumped for what could be. It's like you, you can jump the gun a little bit. So I think for me, it's nearly like just contain the excitement and um, go and, you know, uh, lay brick by brick instead of getting ahead of yourself and pumped of what could be. So that's, uh, that's what I'll be doing the next couple of days, just playing brick by brick. All right, Blake. Good luck, mate. The Golf Challenge New South Wales Open, March 17 to 20 at Concord Golf Club. Blake Windred, best of luck. Thanks for joining us on Sports Day. Thanks, boys. Cheers for having me. 0457 736 736 is our text number. Shoot us a text with your favourite board player mm. to add to our, do we say, nude nuts team? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Can I set the criteria first and foremost? Because we've been Quickly. arguing off air. Now, the criteria is if you walked into the dressing shed with, a te- with your teammates sitting there, would they make some crack at you about losing your hair? So you've got to be losing it naturally, age. not by choice. Exactly. So oh. you can't shave it. So yeah, it but like what if you were going bald naturally and you shaved it just to get rid of all? Is that Bob, all right? Bob O'Reilly, for example. Yeah. Right. So Corey Parker's right. off the list. Yeah. Bob O'Reilly, he's a lock. He's in the front no, row. He's number in the front eight. row. Oh, here he goes. He's number. He's number eight. Oh. Okay. So because he still had hair on the side. Wally Lewis. Yeah. Great nomination, Wally Lewis. Mm. Hair on the side. Was, bald on top. He wasn't losing his hair. His forehead just grew bigger. Mm. Grew through his hair. What? <laughs> We've had a. Re- <laughs> hey, now TV Ted Ellery. You, you googled him he here from played, the Western Division. Yeah, in the old MK yeah, Cup Grant days. From the Gold Coast. And, had a yeah. couple of nominations for TV yeah, Ted Ellery. TV Ted Ellery. Rightio. Uh, have we got a commentator? Uh, Peter Basaltus. Good call. Yep. Rightio. This is Sports Day. No one knows what he looks like. Never seen him. Trust us. He's not very attractive. Danny DeVito. Oh, is that what you mean? Oh, he looks what? like Danny DeVito. <laughs> Are you serious? A short Danny DeVito. You can't say uh, that This is Sports Day for your Kia Sportage. Uh, drive Car of the Year. Back soon. 
Got something to say? Text us anytime. 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.